Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today, and we can't wait to dive in. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Love is Relentless podcast. If y'all weren't able to catch our episode last week, kind of gave y'all a little bit of insight about us, uh, who we are, what we do, and what brought us into wanting to start this podcast. So if you haven't had a chance, definitely give that a listen, kind of get to know us a little bit more. Um, This week, we're honestly just going to keep it simple, but talk about something super important in a marriage, and that's going to be communication. Yeah, we feel like this topic is super important to just kind of like set the stage for the rest of the podcast to come because if you don't know how to have like an effective conversation with your spouse, then all of the other like ideas and topics that we have in mind won't really help unless you know how to talk to them about that. Um, So yeah, we're really excited about just kind of giving some effective techniques for you guys. Yeah, and we just we think this is kind of be this would be a good statement and a good staple to starting our podcast with something that everyone will tell you is the key to marriage, but we really want to help y'all understand why it's the key and not just give you the words with a blank book inside. You know, you you really need to understand what makes it the key to a marriage, so we we want to help you understand that. Yeah, so like he said everybody at least for me, I had so many people when we got engaged and like early marriage, they were always like, oh my gosh, communication is key. Communication is key, whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, like we totally understand that. But we never really got it because it was like, yeah, you know, communication is key, but what does that really even mean? Like, how do you actually have an effective conversation and how can you communicate if you don't know like how to talk to your spouse and what to say in a way that like, gets your point across to both people but like without feeling like you're demeaning another one there's just so much that goes into it so we feel like it involves like every aspect of marriage like we said earlier it really just kind of rolls into all parts of your life because if you can't communicate then you can't have good ideas on how to speak to your spouse about big decisions or little decisions or just daily life so yeah like when we say every aspect of marriage I mean that could be literally a normal one-on-one conversation talking to each other that could be a physical act that could be um literally just like something mental to where you're not even you're not talking you're not touching but you're just communicating through some different way and every one of those ways can affect you positively or negatively depending on how you um how you approach them how you understand them i remember like i mean we've only like recently i feel like kind of have figured this out a little bit better but I remember having conversations where like it was pretty important topics and I just felt like I left the conversation feeling like really defeated and like it was such a waste of time and it was like well see you again and like however much time like if it was a big topic it was just kind of like this cycle of like well that was really pointless and glad we wasted that much time where it went nowhere so now we know better ways on like how to make progress towards a solution and how to really understand each other when we're talking to each other. So that kind of brings us to 
really learning how to understand each other. Um, and for us, we know now that we just communicate differently. Yeah. So like there's in, I would say it's really common in most male female relationships is going to be the man's going to be the intellectual thinker when it comes to any kind of argument or conversation. And then the female is going to be more on the emotional side to where anything I could say to start, my wife would have an immediate um, response, whether it's positive or negative, she's going to speak from the heart instantly. And then um, if it's a more serious topic that she's bringing up to me, I'll sit there for an hour and a half before I say a word. Cause I want to make sure that no matter how upset I get, I want to make sure I'm not hurting her anymore in that conversation if that makes sense. And so in her eyes, it looks like I'm just sitting there ignoring her, not paying attention, kind of in one ear and out the other, but I'm really soaking up all the information. But there's so much information coming at me <laughs> that I'm yeah. trying to figure out how to decipher and respond without um, furthering the issue. Yeah. And I know like for me, if I like was listening to this right now, I'd be like, oh, I feel like I'm kind of more like an intellectual thinker or like, um, conversationalist I guess you could say but I mean it really is true like women just are typically more emotional and that's completely okay that's how God designed us but it is hard because like when you see your spouse sitting there like he said I just felt like it's like why am I even talking right now (laughs) like (laughs) you're not paying attention like this is so pointless right now so it's like I said earlier just super defeating when it is like a really serious topic, you want to make sure that your spouse is listening and understanding what you're saying. But I know early on in our marriage, if like Tommy is the kind of guy where like anybody can say pretty much anything to him and it just like rolls off his shoulder and he's just like super go with the flow. But when I say stuff, (laughs) it can like definitely She knows, she knows the pressure points and it, it gets to the point that if we are in a heated argument, she knows what will make me respond in that emotional way. And it's definitely something that we've both probably used against each other in the past, but yeah. Cause for me, I'm like, well, he's not responding. So I might as well just like go, go for the jugular. Yeah. And <laughs> like, if I'm going to get some sort of a reaction, like I just want some sort of reaction if it's like negative or positive. So like you're clearly I'm trying to be nice and you're not giving me anything so I'm going to be rude to see if you can give me anything in return but so with that like we now know that I am definitely more emotional when we speak and Tommy definitely is more just like sits there and thinks and um but like all that all that being said though you need to like kind of just take a step back and understand that we are different like yeah. um just in the relationship. I mean, even if it's reversed, like the female's more intellectual, the guy's more emotional. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the odds of you both being the same are probably pretty slim. And so you just kind of need to take a step back, realize you're different. Think of, um, kind of put yourself in those, in the other shoes for a minute and think like, okay, well, if that's how they're thinking, like kind of be like, I don't want to call out the emotional side, but kind of take a step back, be a little bit, more delayed on your responses try to think a little bit more and then on the intellectual side something i had to learn was not bottling it all up and then it being too late like go ahead you can risk 
saying the wrong thing in a response, knowing that the emotional party here wants you to respond in some way and then say it does come out the wrong way. That's another topic that we can talk about how to overcome that part of just hearing each other the way that they're actually saying it. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a definitely another topic for another day, just interpreting the differences yeah. in what we say. But um, yeah, like just understanding that we are different. And I think a big thing is like knowing that we're not always trying to disrespect the other one. Because <laughs> as I said earlier, I definitely have said things where I'm like, well, he's not giving me anything. So I'm going to be disrespectful or I'm going to like, just be as rude as I can so I can get something in return. But I think for the majority of the time, we know we're not trying to like hurt each other. And so just knowing that like, I need to give him a little bit of time, but he also needs to give me some sort of response. So that way I know that like, we are trying to like work towards a solution together. Um, which like for us, when we got engaged, I, like, just with this communication is key theme, we were really like, oh yeah, like we got that down because with him being like in the military and deployed and for the first like year and a half of our relationship, we were separated. So, well, like not separated, but <laughs> we were in different parts long of the distance. country. <laughs> yeah, long distance. There you go. <laughs> but, um, like we had to, communication was literally the only thing we had to try to stay connected. And so we would FaceTime and text all the time. So we were like, oh yeah, we got that like down. We don't need anybody to like help us on that. There's no issues with that. But after the military, just somewhere like along the way, we just, I, I don't know if it was just because we were too comfortable with e with each other or just like kind of a mix of everything, but we just lost knowing that base like baseline i guess of how i how to communicate with each other yeah just because like when i so our married life in the military was about i'll say just over two years maybe two and a half years which i still consider very much the honeymoon phase and then a lot of that with me being gone during that time as well um we definitely it was easier that it was easier that when we were together it was easier to have a good time together because i was gone a lot and so um once i got out of the military it turned into we see each other way more nowadays which from the outside you're thinking like oh that's awesome but then you got to realize like with you just get too comfortable yeah we get too comfortable with each other we get to the point where we're getting complacent just of random things around the house then you end up getting complacent with your marriage and not um putting in the everyday effort to continue pleasing your spouse so with all that to say is we do have some sort of communication tips that can help you in, um, like if you are having a serious conversation or not, that's the one, our first tip is just knowing, like having an idea of the relevance or severity of the conversation you want to have. Yeah, um, I, I would word that just like set the mood of the conversation. Like I know if I need to have a legitimate, serious, serious conversation that night when we both get home from work, I'm not going to text her like, Hey, we need to have a serious conversation tonight. Yeah. That's, that's not a good, cause then one, <laughs> that's not good for anybody. I know just, I know like with Jacelyn, I know she'd be freaking out yeah. the entire day wondering like, what the heck is he going to talk to me about? Thinking of every minute detail that she's done wrong in the last 
25 years of her life she's gonna be figuring something out and so and then for me like i would immediately be on defense because i'm like oh my god like he needs to talk to me about something or even vice versa like if i said that to you like the other person's immediately gonna be defensive Mm -hmm. and so when you go into that conversation you're already gonna have like walls built up and you're gonna be like well why like why did you say that or like you're like i know i would 100 percent have an attitude (laughs) which is not helpful but I mean, that's just the reality of it. And I feel like there's probably a lot of girls listening to this that are the exact same where like we are emotional beings. So if, if, I mean, that's like in every movie too, it's like, oh, we need to talk. It's like, yeah. oh, that's like the it's, crappiest it's never text a good to get. Thing. And so, yeah, my recommendation for that personally, like if I have something serious to talk about, I'm going to wait until we're both home from work, winding down, um, I would say depending on the severity, like I would go through our normal day-to-day routine, like have dinner, you know, have a good time, but, um, wine. yeah, wind, yeah, a little, little wine and dine, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, just kind of, I think the main thing is just to make sure that you're in like a neutral space because you don't want the other person to feel like they're being attacked or like they need to be on defense mode because if the other person already feels like uneasy then that conversation's not gonna go over well which that brings to the other side too like if you just need to talk about like hey can you go pick up the groceries or whatever like yeah (laughs) that's not a serious conversation don't say we need to talk when you get home like no just text (laughs) me that you need some sliced cheese like i don't care but yeah so just make sure that you're in a neutral space if it is a like a pretty serious conversation and just come from a place of like love and like understanding and I mean there's so many things that you could be talking about which if you have questions about a like specific one just dm us we'll see what we can we can like give advice about that but um I think the biggest thing off of that tip is just to make sure both both people feel comfortable and don't feel like they're um automatically going to need to be like defending themselves yeah Um, one thing that I've learned with Tommy is no offense, men, but y'all aren't the best listeners, no matter what you say. (laughs) So if there's something that I really need him to make sure that he heard me, I'll just be like, you know, in a respectful way, be like, tell me what you just heard. Or like, can you just tell me like what, what I just said to you? again in a very respectful way because it it can be if you say it just the right way it can be like condescending and yeah it can degrading. it can definitely be condescending but like knowing that that's something that uh, we both kind of read in a book together to kind of practice a little bit i see it more of what it's for and it's making sure not that you just heard the words that came out of your spouse's mouth but you understand what their intentions were behind those words because same like think of like a text message or something like that that gets sent with zero context. You can take no that. emotion. To yeah, hear. like you can take that however you want, and then you're waiting all day in a bad mood, and it was just completely read out of context. Yeah, so. I mean it's literally like they have like Instagram reels and TikToks of the little emojis, and you can say like the same word in like five oh, yeah. different um, like emotions or whatever. So like every context is everything. <laughs> Yeah, so like if, if if she asked me, like, hey, can you repeat that back for me? It's it's not her saying like, hey, I need to. Well, 
I would say 50-50. Definitely some of it is her making sure I was paying attention because I definitely have a very short attention span. But the other side of it is making sure that I'm hearing it the way she wants me to and I'm not getting, like, offended or um, getting my feelings hurt if I did something and didn't, like, she doesn't want me to feel called out or something like that. So yeah, if y'all do try that, please, men, don't take offense to it. Just give it a shot. I promise you it's going to help out. Yeah, and... Ladies, if you do this with your husband, no, make y'all are sure... great listeners. You're fine. Huh? Said so they're great listeners. They're fine. No, I'm saying for <laughs> like if if a girl were to say that to her husband, like just make sure you're not saying it like, "Did you hear me?" or like, "Tell me what you said," because yes, yeah, I would work. I would be like, "Wow, that's really rude." <laughs> like <laughs> that's not helpful. So just like if you're saying like, "Hey." Like, we need to make sure that this, this, and this gets done, and, like, this bill gets paid or whatever, and he's sitting on his phone playing whatever game you like to play Tomb or blast. scrolling through <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> then it's like, can you, hey, can you please tell me what you heard so I can make sure that, like, these things get done or whatever. So, there's that tip. Um, and also, just to kind of, like, piggyback on that, if it is something kind of... Um, simple, I guess, send a follow-up text to remind, because like, I know if I have to go to work or go to whatever and he's home or something, I'll be like, hey, can you make sure you like put the laundry in the dryer or like I need this specific shirt hung up (laughs) instead of in the dryer because there's been things in the past where I'm like, why did you dry this? Yeah, I'm a guy. I wash and dry everything together. But all that to say is like, you can always send a follow-up text because we are married in our 20s. I mean, <laughs> texting is oh, like so much of our relationship just because yeah. that's so much of our world right now. But um, just like I've literally written in a text message before like, hey, I'm just leaving this as a paper trail so you can make sure like you can't be like, oh, I, you didn't tell me that. Because <laughs> that's also happened where I'm like. Well, it, it's different nowadays that she's on nights, but when she used to be working in the mornings like she's leaving for work and i'm fast asleep and she wakes me up to tell me hey don't forget to do this today i'm like i'm not awake for the next two hours no matter what you say it's not gonna work so that's kind of when the texting thing started but yeah no matter the situation it definitely helps out a lot more having just that one extra accountability for both parties but also just make sure that you don't have to worry about coming home and something not being done yeah and then both people are happy because I get my stuff done and (laughs) you make sure that you read it. Yeah, I I learned how to read that day. Yeah. It's awesome. But um, we also have some things that we've learned. If you haven't noticed already, we've had some pretty ineffective communication tips (laughs) or techniques, I guess. But some things to avoid. This is probably so silly, but... I don't, I'm sure, I know that there has to be another person that does this, but we'll, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) y'all are going to think we're crazy, but we will like passively aggressive or passive aggressively, whatever the word is, um, we'll like talk through our dogs to each other. So we'll be like, oh, daddy didn't put up the laundry or like, (laughs) you know, why did mommy do that or whatever? Like, so Obviously, if there's something big that you're talking about, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything like... Uh, 
other to add about i mean i guess you it's could probably it, do that with babies too yeah but i mean we we i don't think we've ever done it with anything big but it's definitely no. a very passive aggressive thing to do like especially what she's saying like just like oh they didn't take the trash out today did they and then you just stare at them yeah and then just kind of laugh it off but on the inside you're steaming yeah so <laughs> <laughs> we you really mean what you say but you're also like haha like you're not in the mood to fight so yeah we'll let the dogs handle it yeah but I guess you can tell us if we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we are crazy, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's something that we do. But yeah, as he said, we don't do that for like big conversations. We know that we need to be talking. Yeah, we talking. text for those. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um, also, kind of what we talked about earlier with just like the neutral space, something not great to do is not timing it well. So I guess we kind of talked about that already with yeah just like when um or like i guess how to approach those big conversations or small ones um yeah timing is definitely a big thing with that just because of um like i'll just say like for me personally i'm a big believer of separating work and home life and so i don't want the second i'm walking out the door to work literally being confronted with the most massive issue or vice versa um and so timing on that, and then also the second you get home from work, I know that's something we struggled with in the past was like either I walked in from work or she walked in from work, and there's instantly instead of, hey, how was your day? It's, hey, you didn't do this, or hey, you didn't do this. And it instantly just sets your mood for the rest of the night super negative, and it really just kind of ruins the vibe. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I've had to work on mostly because it is usually me. I just... I'm a very like task oriented person, I guess. And so if there's things that I need him for, I'm like, hey, like, I mean, I always say like, hey, I'm glad you're home or whatever. But it is easy for me to just also be like, hey, we need to get this, this and this done. And like for him, he doesn't like that in the morning, like where if I we wake up and as soon as I wake up, like once I'm fully awake, I'm like, oh, we need to get these things done today. He's like, I'm literally still laying in bed. <laughs> yeah, like I want, I want to wake up, you know, get some caffeine. Depending on the time I wake up, go work out, watch a TV show. Like I'll spend the first two to three hours doing kind of me time, and then I'm ready to go. But that's way too much time. It's too much time for her, but you know, <laughs> whatever. But compromise. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, I guess just hopefully these little tips help out I think the big thing that to remember I guess hopefully you took from this is just learning kind of how you communicate we went over just how Tommy is kind of more of like a thinker like intellectual and I'm definitely more emotional and that's probably going to be the most common between um, like male female relationships Um, and then we just gave you a couple of tips um if you have any other questions for us, so we have our Instagram page. It's at Love is Relentless Podcast. Um, we are going to start a new thing where we will be answering some questions on our podcast. So if you send us a DM um, and have a specific question for us about like this um, podcast specifically, like if you have questions on, I guess, what your kind of like communication style is, or whatever, um, anything unrelated, just let us know. We'll be um, answering those. And 
I'll apologize ahead of time because this is our second podcast ever. So we promise they will get better. Yes. We are, we're learning. We just figured out how to get our mics to work simultaneously today. Um, but yeah, so we're definitely excited to keep growing with everybody. And uh, for next week's topic, though, we're going to talk about setting expectations. And that could be taken a million different ways. And we're going to talk about all those different ways that it can affect your relationship, good and bad. Yeah, this we wanted the first few podcasts just to be kind of something that can, like we said earlier, just like set the stage for the rest of the like nitty gritty topics that we have in mind. We promise the taboo stuff is coming. Yes. I mean, this is kind of too though, like people don't like to talk that like they argue. I mean, honestly, like if you see a picture on Instagram, you're like, oh, wow, they probably never fight. And it's like, that's absolutely not true. Every yeah. couple at some point fights or has a disagreement or a tiff or whatever you want to call it. You're not on the same page about something and you've said something that has either intentionally or unintentionally hurt the other one. So I feel like it's kind of taboo to talk about like just the ways that we've talked to each other and admit our mistakes. <laughs> um but yeah, with the setting expectations, that's also a super important one, um, just so that way you can communicate, but also make sure that you're on the same page with whatever you have going on. Um, so as Tommy said, we're glad they all bared with us um, through all of this. <laughs> we will continue to grow and get better with you guys. Um, if you have any questions, just send us a DM on Instagram. And as always, we hope this podcast has helped you, um, give you a little tip. I hope it helps your marriage in some sort of way and that your love is relentless. Peace. Then turn it off. I, I will. Stop rubbing your beard into my mouth.